Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. What's up, y'all? It's Russ Parr, and welcome to the Russ Parr Cast. Today, we're going to talk about your finances. Uh, yeah. A lot of times, you know, we don't know what we're doing with them, but that's okay. We got uh, Lynette Calfani Cox here. She's a money coach. We're going to be talking to her. And we're going to be talking to my coworkers from the Russ Parr Morning Show. Everything you wanted to know about my show, it didn't really give a damn about. That's coming up. So let's get it started, y'all. All right, you guys, on the line right now, we have our favorite. I haven't had her on in, in a long time, and it's long overdue. Lynette Calfani Cox, a money coach, a personal finance expert, and author of the New York Times bestseller, Zero Debt, The Ultimate Guide to Financial Freedom. Good morning, uh, Lynette Calfani-Cox. How you doing? Hey, good morning to you. It's glad to be back. I was telling your producer, it's been way too long. Oh, gosh, you just don't know. <laughs> and a lot of people, it's just what we don't know. And I got to be honest with you. People will sometimes ask me for some financial advice, and I'm like, I'm the wrong person, okay? <laughs> I'm always scrambling to pay my, my bills. No, but I, I think the problem is, is that People are not getting educated to all the new twists and turns and how they can make money because especially a lot of folks that I know of color are just so scared of banks, so scared of saving, not realizing that they're making no money when they do go to a bank and they put it in a money market. You know, there's so many things for us to talk about. Let me ask you straight out. What is the most misinformed information that people are getting about their money? Well, I think one of the most uh, problematic things that uh, are affecting people, especially folks of color, definitely has to do with the area of savings. And, you know, a lot of us look at it. You you talked about people being mistrustful of banks. Um, There's definitely a huge trust gap in the financial services community. Um, And I think a lot of people, though, think that, A, if you don't have a lot of money to start with or if you don't have a lot of money every single month, that why bother? You can't even, you know, I don't need to open this account. I don't need to try to start my savings plan or I don't even need to try to do it consistently. And frankly, that's actually the wrong approach because um, Mm. you have to think about the power of compounded interest. You have to think about your money magnifying over time, and you have to think that really little sums of money really can become large sums if you give it, you know, that opportunity to work for you. So, um, you know, on the banking side, a lot of people, mm-hmm. frankly, don't, don't, don't trust banks. <laughs> they don't. Right. You know, we have a huge amount of folks, tens of millions of right. people who are either unbanked or underbanked. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're going to rely on other things, on, unfortunately, um, payday lenders, um, you know, title loan companies. Mm-hmm. They're going to go to higher-cost um, alternatives for their financial mm-hmm. services needs. And, unfortunately, right. we pay a price for that. So, you know, okay. this we're, yeah, we're in the thick that of makes sense. season right now. Yeah, no, go ahead. and everybody hates that time of the year. All right, so I'm an 18-year-old. I have an extra $100 a month that I can invest in something. What would you tell 
that 18-year-old? I would tell that 18-year-old to get disciplined, to learn how to live according to a budget, um, and that a budget is, is, is not a B word. It's not an unfriendly thing that you should <laughs> yeah. fear or, frankly, a lot of grown folks need to know about that, too. Um, but that it's not something that you should fear. It's a empowerment tool. It's a way to have a spending plan of action to decide what you're going to do with your cash. And really, at the end of the day, Russ, there's only four things you can do with your money, $100, whether it's or a thousand or ten thousand or more, you can save it, you can spend it, you can invest it, or you can donate it. And so, for a young person, once you learn how to properly live within your means, forget about the bling bling lifestyle. Don't care about everything you see on the gram, and don't try to you know um, live what you think is like. Okay, I'm I'm you know keeping up with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Half of that stuff is, you know, people showing you stuff, uh, you know, on TikTok and on social mm-hmm. and everything else, which is a very carefully curated image, you know. Mm-hmm. Think right. about how you can save some of your money. Don't take that $100 and just be like, oh, okay, um, let me go, you know, let me go spend it. You know, mm-hmm. savings, I cannot emphasize enough, is, is such a huge part of the financial equation. Nobody ever regretted right. saving enough money, but a lot of folks regretted not saving and not having enough. Right. What do you say to those young folks that are like all up into this uh, cryptocurrency stuff? And uh, would you advise somebody to take $100 and invest in like Bitcoin? <clears throat> uh, I actually am a supporter and a fan of crypto. Um, I personally invest in cryptocurrencies, um, but I think you have to um, do it the right way. Um, there's a guy named uh, Tyrone Roth um, who uh, runs a cryptocurrency firm uh, and an investing uh, company. Uh, uh, OnRamp uh, is, I believe, the name of his company. And he always mm-hmm. says, educate before you allocate, <laughs> which is basically saying right. do your homework first. And so, yeah, do your research. Um, yeah, do your research, and you have to understand things like crypto are um, absolutely volatile, um, and it's going to have wild swings, and you should try to think about it for the long term. So something like Bitcoin, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, um, you know, I've written about it, and I have some articles on my site on AskTheMoneyCoach.com about why I actually am a fan of crypto, and I tell people to, mm-hmm. that they should consider allocating a portion of their money into crypto, especially into things like Bitcoin or Ethereum for the long haul. Really? So I told people, put wow. it in there. Don't think about it for five more years. Russ, let me ask, let me mention one other thing mm-hmm. since I, I said before mm-hmm. that it's tax season. Um, I don't know how much time we have, but I, I definitely will be remiss. Yeah, we got Go take your time. Oh, good. Okay. So, you know, obviously, again, tax season is upon us, right? The The, the IRS has now started accepting and processing um, folks' tax returns. They did that actually about two and a half weeks earlier um, this tax season. So I wanted to make sure that folks knew a couple of things and were doing some things right um, to be able to, you know, um, deal with Uncle Sam and not have any problems. But also, frankly, to be able to push um, the needle on that savings issue that I I referenced. And so um, one thing is that um, you really need to file earlier this tax year. 
Um, you should try to do it electronically. And, you know, some people might have heard about the IRS having a big backlog in terms of um, handling returns, mostly paper returns from the prior mm-hmm. year. But also because we've had so much um cyber thieves and so much criminal activity on terms of identity theft, identity theft. Um, mm-hmm. Those crooks, they try to steal people's social security numbers and file quickly. And so you want to just get that return in and, and not let somebody have the opportunity even to steal your social security number. So um, the, the IRS mm-hmm. says the average, the average tax refund check is about $2,800, almost $3,000. So that is a huge chunk of money that people can use for, you know, for good purposes. Absolutely. And, you know, um, let me just highlight two quick things. One is if you're going to get a big tax refund check this um, season, pay off some debt. Okay. Pay off some some credit card debt. And and you you know from from talking to me in the past, I'm not judging Mm -hmm. because I had $100,000 in credit card debt way back in the day. I, you know, I paid it all off in, in three years, but it's definitely something that um, people need to, to address. Um, the second thing, of course, is save. Take some of that tax refund check you're going to get and um, put it to work for you to have either a healthy chunk in your emergency savings. And I'm super mm. happy because I've actually partnered with H&R Block and, um, wow. to, to really help people to understand how they can save more, not just here at tax season, but frankly, all year long. Um, H&R Block has a tremendous resource, especially for our folks, um, called Mm -hmm. Spruce Money. And it's a free mobile banking app and a savings account um, combined. And it's awesome because it lets people um, do a whole bunch of great things that all lead them towards saving more money. So they give you little nudges and reminders to save. They let you track your spending to make sure you're not, you know, going overboard and getting into mm-hmm. um, into that trouble category that you're, you know, budgeting the right way. And you're getting a tax refund check. They do things like let you earmark and allocate automatically if you want exactly how much you want to put from your tax refund into saving nice. you get you get to choose it and you don't have to be an h&r block client to use spruce right. um but again it's a great um tool and nice. i also say nice. frankly that i think it's good for our people for communities of color because mm-hmm. um again this is a this is a digital banking offering and unfortunately a lot of a lot of black folks live in areas where there's not banks in our communities there's not financial mm-hmm. services institutions so this is a a, a digital offering again that anybody can have access to um, and the and the goal is to create a little more financial inclusion especially because communities of color we struggle just like frankly the rest of america you know 70 percent of folks don't even have 400 dollars in savings russ wow, to deal with yeah. an, to deal with an emergency so we need to be trying to do everything we can to help us and sometimes tools um, like Spruce can help people to, you know, better save and to, to right. get on that pathway. So, Well, Lynette Calfani-Cox, The Money Coach, you guys got to check out her book. It is a wonderful book. I have read it twice. It's a New York Times bestseller, Zero Debt, The Ultimate Guide to Financial Freedom. There's so many people that I know that have a fear of money. They're scared mm-hmm. of it. They don't know what mm-hmm. to do with it. They're scared they're going to lose it. 
I, you're, you're losing money when you put your money in a money market. And next time we talk, I want to get into that. I want to get into, you know, where exactly should you park your money to, to get the maximum out of it? And I know where you park it is based on age. I mean, as, as an older man, I'm not going to do risky things. As a younger mm-hmm. person, you might. So that, mm-hmm. that might be something we can get into next time. Absolutely. As a whole, you know, savings and investing, growing that savings, right, in a, in a more powerful way, it's definitely based on your risk tolerance. And frankly, your age does come into factor because you're, you're correct. You can afford mm. to take more risks when you have more time on your hand. So right. um, I'll be happy to talk to you about it. To, we can do okay. well about that on the next round. We'll do it. Lynette Calfani-Cox, the money coach, thank you so much. You have yourself a great day. Thank you. My pleasure. Good to talk to you, Russ. Take care now. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Yes, welcome back to the Russ Parr cast. I happen to be Russ Parr, and this is our cast. Okay, my cast. It's a podcast. That's why I call it Russ Parr cast, because nobody really wanted me to use that name. But I really didn't give a damn, because I'm just difficult. But, you know, I wanted to uh, do a show with my coworkers that I've been working with for such a long time. Uh, the Russ Parr Morning Show. Maybe some of you have heard of it. Uh, maybe some of you have heard of it that, that refuse to listen to it because they just don't like it. It is what it is. But I thought it would be really great to, to talk about me and, and how wonderful it is to work with me for all the years. And I, I, oh. I have to go back to my buddy. Uh, she's my girl. I walked her down the aisle. I'm the uh, godfather of little heathens. And, of course, uh, I'm talking about Alfredis, um, who's a radio veteran who's been around for a long time. I remember when I first met Alfredis, she was working in the mall with Erica Badu. Actually, and, that's uh, not, no, Erica Badu was working in a, we worked in a different store. She worked at the Spree store downtown, and I worked at mm-hmm. the mall, but we did work together at the Spree store, but go right here. That's not, oh, you're no, not reading I, the I just basically, I was accurate. I think I was accurate right there. Uh, what can right, I say? Well, I th- I think Super Ken, I met him. Uh, he was just a street dude that uh, was looking for a way to, um, you know, brushing up on his, uh, on his skills in broadcasting. Yeah, so yeah, I bought him a speak and spell and look at him now. Oh, not a speak and spell. Just let him go. Yeah, speak and spell. Still uses it every once in a while as a reference point. And then there's Albert over there. Um, Albert, um, who's a new dad, and of course, um, he's still trying to um, rip off uh, Super Ken's speak and spell. And um, mm-hmm. he what? did. He brought it for a weekend. Tried to Somebody try to improve his uh, vocabulary. Didn't but he quite kept work. writing "do" "d o," and it wasn't. It v- just vocabulary is not a problem for me. "Do" is with "t." Gotcha, gotcha. And Tanisha Nicole, she's a news member of the Russ Parr Morning Show, and of course, uh, we got her from Las Vegas. Um, mm-hmm. She's a resident there, and you could have saw her perform off strip uh, for a long time. Okay. <laughs> um, no, she's a very talented woman. But, you know, I just want to basically, you know, the people that are listening to this podcast right now, uh, I want to, uh, you know, basically talk about the virtues of working with Russ Parr. Um, oh. Uh, there's so many stories that, you know, we can go back and tell. But, Fritas, I want you to rack your mind. What, what was the one story that we've done or one altercation that we're involved with or any controversial thing that will kind of give people a little tidbit of what it's like to work with Russ Parr on the Russ Parr Morning Show. I'll tell you something that I always remember that made me, that was, we were working in Dallas Mm -hmm. and we were talking about a Jamie Foxx story. This is like, we were like, you know, we we didn't know that that people listen to us. I mean, we did because we were on the radio, but 
um, this is kind of when I realized, wow, celebs listen to us. And we were doing a story about Jamie Foxx. And I forgot, I want to say it was like him playing basketball naked or something. I don't know. Anyway. a bunch of guys. Yeah. And he called. And I was like, wow, Jamie Foxx, like he actually called the radio station to like, Mm -hmm. I mean, we had met Jamie Foxx. We knew Jamie Foxx from way back when because he used to come up to Mm -hmm. our little, our little TV show, our little TV show. right? Yes. That came on only in Dallas and it was on like midnight, Uh, but he used to come up and try to be on, but still you'd think people forget about you, but he didn't. And he Mm -hmm. called and he was like, I want to talk about it, Russ. I want to talk about, let me tell you Mm -hmm. what really happened. I was like, wow, we're kind of cool. So that's kind of well. Yeah. I, we were talking about, you know, a basically a, a gay basketball game. Is mm-hmm. what, 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 what that's it what was. everybody was calling. It. And it's an old rumor that you know you go to Jamie Foxx's house, you got to play basketball naked. Yeah. And oh wow. So I mean, you got he three opportunities to, set... to block a shot. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> said, but let me, wait, wait, Russ, I got another. One. Let me tell you about another. One. Let me tell you about another one. I was on the red carpet at a BET Awards, and mm. I was trying to get Snoop. They were like, oh, Snoop's not doing interviews. and But you could see his trailer like behind the red carpet, kind of hidden. And it said, mm-hmm. big Snoop Dogg on it. So I was like, I'm going to go sneak out here and try to get this interview. Knocked on the door. And he was like, I climbed over the barricades. And I was like, I'm getting mm-hmm. this interview. Knocked on his door. And they were like, hey, man, you can't just be coming up. I was like, I'm with Russ Parr. I'm with Russ Parr. And Snoop was, he was like, oh, hold up. You say Russ Parr? I was like, yeah, I'm Russ Parr. <laughs> He's like, all right, come on, come on. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so wow. cool. And he did the interview. Same thing happened with Ice Cube. Like, yeah. I just had to just mention your name. And I was like, yes. So that's you sometimes I'll go around mentioning. Now. It's, it's, you yeah. know, it's not getting anywhere. It doesn't work as well now, but I'm yeah. just saying. It would work yeah. opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. you know, because all my years in LA radio and, you know, touring and the whole nine, it's like, I've been watching this wonderful documentary on uh, Kanye West. And, you know, it just shows, you know, at the time when we were doing it and we were going around with NWA and Eazy-E and everybody, um, we didn't realize what we were doing was historical. Mm -hmm. You know, in my case, as Bobby Jimmy, it was hysterical. But um, (laughs) because I wasn't as talented as these other guys. But I have to tell you, uh, you know, I'm. I'm lucky and blessed to be able to do something that a lot of people would love to do and get paid for. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like you you get up and you work a really hard, grueling four hours a day, and it's very difficult. You know, but you know, uh, Super Ken. I mean, I I don't know. You want to share your stories of how I found you? Um, oh, the story. But, how you found me? Well, I didn't find you. Um, you were just there, and you were scared of me, so we had to join the show. Hey, I'll tell you a Russ Parr story, and uh, this was back when I worked in the uh, promotions department, and I also used to, uh, you know, do things on the weekends with some of the other jocks. And one time we called Russ, and was like, Russ, you want to go... Uh, you want to go, uh, what was going, uh, what do you call it in the water? Uh, jet skiing. Russ, you want to go jet skiing? He was like, yeah, I want to go jet skiing, but I'm over here at this school. Can you come over here first? Come over here first and give me a few minutes with these kids, and then I'll go. So we pull up at the school, and Russ has like 
200 kids all around him. He's talking to the kids and everything. So we pull up in the radio station van. So instantly all the kids run to the van, you know, and then you look and you see Russ way over walking around the building, <laughs> leaving the scene. <laughs> say, where's yeah. Russ going? <laughs> so needless to say, we didn't make it jet skiing that day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was the beginning was, of the Russ Parfait. The Russ Parfait out. Yeah. No, I do what I have to do, and then you know it's like I don't ever like to say goodbye. So you just that disappear for me. Disappear. Yeah, yeah. You do it in your own know. house, it's, Russ. It's you do it in your own house. You'll be having a party, yeah. and everybody's like, yeah. "Where's Russ?" We was at Albert's uh, wedding. We said, "Where's Russ?" <laughs> I, I was sleeping in the car. I'm not getting more bored. Uh, listen, uh, part two coming up in just one second. We're going to take a break right here. We'll take a break and we'll come back and finish these wonderful stories about me, Russ Park. Okay, stay right there. Welcome back to the Russ Parkcast. And uh, yes, we're talking about one of my favorite subjects, which is me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I've been doing uh, morning radio for like 40 years. Can you believe that? Wow. It's hard to believe. Damn. You're old. Damn, it's been a young old. You know, it's like I, I, I remember my first uh, morning show at 1580 K Day in Los Angeles, which was the first 24 hour, uh, seven days a week hip hop station. A little small AM station that just wound up just beating everybody up because nobody wanted to play rap. It's, mm. Rap's not going to be around. It's just a fad. This is one of those fad things, you know. It's just like punk rock and all these other stuff, grunge. It's just going to be around for a minute. Nope. Nobody wow. anticipated rap music was going to be around forever. Mm -mm. And, of course, um, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a pioneer, but I will say that pretty influential on, on the West Coast scene as far as hip-hop was concerned. But I, I have to tell you, it, I never thought that, you know, just if I listened to everybody that it was going to sustain, but it has. And people have made a living out of it. And you, you've seen people have trained, you know, like Dr. Dre's and, and the Puff Daddies and all these folks have just taken their money from hip hop and turned it into like big money. Mm -hmm. And that's all we want you guys to do. But anyway, uh, enough about all that like boring stuff. We're talking about uh, stories from Radio Rust. Radio Tales. And, of course, uh, Super Ken just told one nonsensical story about me that I'm still trying to figure out. That's true. Uh, how, how important it was and how compelling it was. Uh, but <laughs> Albert, I'm, I'm sure Albert has, like, a, a really succinct story that he would like to share. As long as I'm mentioned at least 15 times within your dissertation, mm -hmm. man, I'm good. Somebody so, Albert, go ahead, sir. Now, I remember when I first started, I, I started as Albert the intern. So when I first came in, this was, I had, you know, cornrows on my head that was pretty long and things like that. Mm -hmm. So initially, when I came in, they told me I looked like the porn star Ron Jeremy, mm. which was <laughs> which was super crazy. Yeah. So super I don't know. And then Russ just used to uh, just give me a hard time all the time. But I think it showed that he showed me love because Russ, I used to bring water for Russ every day. And Russ was like, you know, you got to make sure you you uh you keep that up to make sure my my throat is good. So um, this oh, is weird. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is getting weird. Ron Jeremy. What, what's your I don't like good. Ron Jeremy and my throat yeah, has to be. Well, that's your that's, that's your mind. Okay. I, I didn't say that. Tanisha made um, that. That was he a, never yeah. mentioned was a weird Albert how it was weird. Here's what he oh, never God. mentioned. Russ. Very uncomfortable. How he uncomfortable used right now. the Russ Parr yeah. name 
to number one, get married. No, never did that. Oh, never wow. did that. He used his, he's used his name come to get in the club. You didn't, you know, you coined the phrase that. somebody tripping. And come somebody on, that's correct. That, that's how people star. know me. That's how people know me with somebody. Yeah, they know you because we'll sit at a bar, you know, with a whole bunch of people and, you know, we're having a great time and Albert's not getting any attention. He's not getting any attention. Wow, I don't mm-hmm. even day, What does he do? What does he do? He he he, he said his coin phrase that he, mm-hmm. he does here on the Russ Parr Morning yeah. Show. He was Every like time. in the corner going, somebody tripping. Yeah, real loud. And people were looking loud. around, wait, that sounds familiar. And he kept going, somebody yeah. tripping. It was weird. And then the girls started turning around looking. Mm-hmm. That must be, that must be a Super Ken. Yeah. No, that's Albert. <laughs> Exactly what happened. Yeah, but, that, but that's just but, one of the names that, that they came up with with me. They call me Bear Man. They call me yeah. Cave Man because I'm just naturally hurt. All that. I think. I think. Uh, it's number just, four on the Neanderthal chart. We have called you Neanderthal. We have called you Neanderthal. I think it's because you know Russ, you're hairy. Yeah, I'm definitely hairy. It's a blessing, but I think you're just upset because you're a hair challenge. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? So, wow. Why did this really turn hurt. into this? Ever? We just all telling. Well, Russ, they keep stories. talking about him. So I'm yeah. saying Russ. So, well, Tanisha Nicole, uh, she's the newest member of the Russ Bar Morning Show. She's idolized me for a number of years. Um, <laughs> when I first met her, I thought it was really weird. I walked in her living room. There was pictures of me all over the walls. Uh, wow. Well, first okay. off, what was you doing in her living room? What was you doing in her house? I'm like, what is Never been to my house, but okay. So that's how you got the job. Okay. This is where, look at all these pictures. No. And I saw where she started a ransom note, so I felt at some point she was going to try to kidnap me. Okay. But anyway, Tanisha is a radio veteran, and... You've listened to me for a number of years, correct? Yes. You know, I, you are the reason why I got into radio. and I. Okay, that's good. Oh, We're no, not going to no, hear this listen. story again. Listen. No, no, oh, no. Oh, boy. Here we go. Listen, hear me out, please. Hear me out. Seriously, when I was in, in high school, I remembered listening to the Russ Parr Morning Show, and I was probably in ninth or 10th grade, and I mm. never considered being a radio DJ at all. And the mm. show just had me laughing. It was just such a great show. So I tell you what, I had said I'm going to be on that show one day. So this became a full circle moment. So I'm very happy to be a part. But I wasn't obsessed. No pictures of you around my house. Mm. You made that up. Yeah. Wow. You know, sounds like Kanye house. and Kim. I'm gonna be with her Not one day. Yeah. I mean, I'm just yeah. that's what it don't do that like. to me, y'all. She, wow. she has every uh, episode Air of the hookup. I did watch that though. On VHS. I did watch that. Get the hookup. That was a TV show that we did for TV One, which was a uh, game show about um, basically hooking people up. And it was a good show. Remember, we tried to get that soup hooked up and we couldn't get get one contestant for him. Didn't happen. However, yes, it did happen. We found an animal that was willing to compromise. No, that was for Abbott. Oh, yeah, the small bear. It was a brown bear. That See, you brought it back. Yeah, you proved my point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This we have to always go back to Albert. But, you know, I, I will say this. Um, I was saying earlier that it's a privilege to be able to do something that you want to do. There's so many people that are miserable because they have to do a job that they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And, again, this is a job that hopefully management is not listening. I, I would have done for free. Yeah. Because we all did I, it for free. I really free. enjoy it. Oh, yeah. And for sometimes we feel like we still are. Uh, but (laughs) but i have to say that you know in morning radio normally a good morning radio will last in any market four to five years Mm -hmm. and then they change out we're over 25 years in the washington dc area Mm -hmm. and that is a blessing 
yeah. and raised my kids and the whole nine. And I want to thank, you know, Kathy Hughes and Alfred Liggins for mm-hmm. providing me the opportunity. And, and, and Miss H will always tell me, you know, what she's done for me. And she forgets <laughs> about what I've done for her. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let's not forget that. Okay. Uh, that's funny. funny, funny. But you know you, what, Russ? Yeah. I was just going to say, I, I know a lot of people on radio, and you do too. They don't even like their coworkers. Now, we yeah. fight all the time. Like, I fight with everybody. And, but I still. Not real you know, fights. Not, real, not real fights. Not re- well, sometimes on text, we get in real fights, but they're not real fights. No, it's like brother sister fights. You know what I mean? Right. Like, forever, you're still your radio family. And so I appreciate working with people that make me laugh and people mm-hmm. that I, you know, that I genuinely are like. You know, and and and, and hard to say. I'm telling you something. Listen to any radio program, and I'll probably get in trouble for saying this. Listen to any radio program, and I guarantee you, there are people in that room that don't like each other. Yeah, mm. I mean, I love it. Tanisha and Russ. <laughs> yeah. 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 Left out Albert and Super. I mean, I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm a, the whole crew, the whole crew is cool. Oh. Well, Frida's is the most annoying part. Of I am. The group. Oh my god. I will agree. Yeah. I will agree. So I you're am. the most annoying person on the group, especially on text messages. Sometimes oh, I have to yeah. block. You know I have what? to mute you. It is like a, it's a like sibling Boring rivalry. Stories. I will say this: in high school, I had no idea what this would be like behind the scenes, but it is a fun dysfunctional. Because I like to keep family. it like that. We we yeah. we BS off the air. But it's the thing funny. about Frida's, Frida's is the ultimate instigator. She's that one <laughs> person that go, "Ooh, what you say about his mama?" Ooh, <laughs> that's you, you, you want to say that's me, but it's really soup. Soup no, just no, soup. Will, no, soup, no, soup no. He's soup the enforcer. Will go in it. Yes, no, soup try to go soup in. Soup is the and cleaner say upper. He will go out. on like he'll dust you off. He doesn't even yes. tell you he's gonna punch you. Soup is slick. It's with like his. He's, he's so slick. slick. He's so Except. slick. Except when soup has drink, been drinking some brown liquor. Oh, then it's over. <laughs> we knew Everybody to keep that fight. away from him. Yeah. I'm going to tell a Super Ken story. Uh, I remember one time there we were flying go. somewhere, and um, he fell asleep on the airplane. Didn't oh, he got yes, comfortable. Frida, yes, what did, did he do? He so, put his so hands. We, so mm-hmm. you know it's true. This really happened. He was knocked out, almost like snoring. Right. Put his hands in his pants, uh-uh. like underneath. Top I was like, "Ew!" I wish okay. we still had. I All wish right. we had Let me jump in here. Apple I phones. A, then I, I have a Russ Parr airport story. Oh, we were going on tour for two weeks, and he showed up with a laptop bag and, and no, and this nothing else. And we was like, weeks. "Okay, and is you know there really a computer in the bag?" Yeah. He was like, "Yes." And no, a pair of underwear. Places to and, wash and clothes so, on the road. No, you remember what he told us? When it's cold. Your jeans freeze. It, it takes away the odor. <laughs> and, and the socks. You can wear the can, same stuff. And turn the socks inside out, and it'll give wow. you two more days. Yes. I literally have a picture. <laughs> when Russ calls me, the picture that shows up is of him with his socks turned out other side, turned All upside right. down. Or okay, enough. Out. Enough, guys. Well, there it is. The behind stories of the Russ Parr Morning Show. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, listen, join us again next week for the Russ Parrcast.